Hey guys, this is Gilmy here, and this is a new segment on on the podcast. I'm trying trying it out. It's called Ten Minutes with Fear Tom, where we talk about anything anything wrestling world related, or anything basically we we want to talk 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 about. Um, but there was an incident on the past weekend. I'll put it uh, nicely. Incidents, air brackets. Yeah. At a Pride of Wrestling show, and I believe you were actually there, right? Uh, I was there uh, Saturday. I'm not going to speak too much about the Sunday show because I wasn't there. I know a little bit of how it went down based on how the end of Saturday went. But yeah, I was there uh, Saturday for the Pride of Wrestling show. And this was in? Battle Arts Academy, Toronto. Okay. Uh, it was not a Battle Arts event. I'm going to stress that to yes. give Battle Arts a pass, but it was at because the Battle Arts Arena, but it was not a Battle Arts event. Because every Battle Arts event so far has went off smoothly without without any other yeah. hitches, except for the... Oh, fuck, I can't stop yawning there. Edit out the except to be, you don't know what the hell you're, at, you're at talking about. Um. But, uh... Yeah, Battle Arts shows are always top notch. So, yeah. um, I think crowd was a little more disappointed based on the fact that they're used to very tightly organized shows in that arena, and then having a very—I don't want to say it was a really shady event. It was poorly organized. We'll give the promoter that much credit. It was really poorly organized. There was a lot of cancellations. Um, the cancellations were briefly mentioned there was a facebook post about it mentioning that uh david hart smith would not be there and then due to his commitments with new japan and that bobby heaney would not be there due to medical issues however there was radio spots running i'm mm-hmm. told i didn't hear them but there was apparently radio spots running still advertising those guys. The poster with those guys front and center was still being shared around and was heavily displayed the day of. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he probably could have done more to let people know. And I think a few people did get refunds at the start of the show, but they weren't really mentioning that you were able to get refunds unless you expressly asked for it. So, yeah. Uh, it was, the VIP package was like 60 bucks, so a lot of people were pretty mad that they paid 60 bucks and half the headliners didn't show up. Yeah, because biggest VIP I think I've ever paid was 35, 40. Mm-hmm. That was the, basically I, I only do, uh, uh, I've only ever done Smash or Death, the Death Proof VIP. The VIP shows, which yeah, most are, of them are like are, forty, maybe yeah. fifty bucks tops. Yeah, and um, usually anything fifty bucks includes like a meet and greet. Yeah, fifty bucks is. That yeah. was another hot point. Was a lot of people. I never saw it specifically advertised, but it was vaguely advertised. It was a meet and greet, and it was either implied or a lot of people under were under the understanding that it was going to be included in the ticket price. So when they showed up and it was another 20, 30 bucks on top to meet mm-hmm. of their $60 VIP, they were kind of mad that it wasn't included because I remember yeah. other events like Death Proof had Ultimate Dragon. Yeah. 
and uh, the meet and greet with him was included in your VIP. Yeah, which, and I, I think that VIP was a little bit more than the average death proof, but it's Ultimo Dragon. I think that was $50 one. It was like the only, it might have been last, but that was the most expensive one, but yeah. it was still not $60. Yeah. But, um, but also, how often does does Ultimo come to on... on never. <laughs> like, yeah. never. I still feel like if I didn't have pictures, I would still be convinced it was a dream. Yeah, it was one of those. One Surreal of those moments. One, once in a moment. Actually, it came up on my uh, my Facebook, the, me, me and the Ultimo, Ultimo picture, the gigant, gigantic smile, and I'm about a foot taller than him, so it looks... Yeah. looks, uh, looks to me, uh, to me, a little funny, but you cut you down in a fast hurry. Oh yeah, he could. Um, but yeah, the pride of wrestling, to the best of my knowledge, everyone who was promised money was paid. Um, I think the big miscommunicate was between the Saturday and the Sunday show. The Sunday show was in Aurelia the next day, and there was two promoters working together: the Matt Jocelyn guy and whoever this Doctor Comics is. I'm not ruling out the fact that it's another promoter using a pseudonym because yeah. we all know the whole Mark Anderson Livingston mm-hmm. fiasco or sketchy yeah. promoters using assorted names. But the big heat was on the Sunday was they just used the same poster on Saturday and Sunday and hardly any of those names were on. Like none of those names were on the wasn't Sunday it, show. Wasn't it just all the all 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 the battle arts guys? It was wasn't largely the battle arts guys. I mean, there were some top indie stars. Oh yeah, like uh, Dukes was there. No, Dukes is not there. No, Dukes, oh, yeah. that, that was one of the was big. One of the problems was Dukes and Alexander were on the poster because they were both booked for Saturday. However, they were not booked for Sunday. And somewhere along I, the line, someone had assumed that these guys had all signed up for a whole weekend, and they had not. Yeah. And whether or not that was shadiness, bad assumptions, poor communication, not going to say, but I know the internet. Okay, we're back. But yeah, so a lot of miscommunication that definitely, I don't know if it was deliberate like false advertising, miscommunication, but I mean, it could have been handled way better and made the fans a lot happier. I think if they'd been more upfront with people and made sure people knew coming in that those stars wouldn't have been there, they probably would have been... Had a much better show. Yeah, I mean, we've all been to shows and, you know, you find out a few days in advance somebody's visa didn't get through, yeah. somebody broke always, an arm the night before, yeah. God knows what, like... There's always card, card, card subject to a change. Yeah, but you always want to assume that's for unfortunate reasons, not just somebody was a lazy jerk off. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. And yeah, it's but, honestly, I don't think I've I've ever really been to a show where uh, anyone major has not not really really showed up. It was hard, hard, hardcore road trip. But that were you was... at the first hardcore road trip? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Two of the yes, people off the poster were there. <laughs> yeah, uh, I forgot because the first hardcore road trip I really, really enjoyed, but it was it was fun. But when you look, if you look back at who was supposed to be there, yeah, versus the first, who was there, the first poster compared to the last one, yeah, yeah, it was 
And then the second one would just come a complete cluster. Yeah, that was a shit show. <laughs> yeah. So I'm saying Pride of Wrestling wasn't as bad. We're not talking hardcore le- hardcore road trip level debacle, but if they're going to do any more shows, they need to up their game for sure. Yeah. Or, if the fans even trust them again. Or even talk to some of the... There's there's so so much wrestling in Ontario right now. Mm. Just some send somebody a Facebook message and just be like... Hey, I, I, I need help. I need some ideas. Well, this promoter's run other shows before with varying degrees of success. I've heard this sort of things up, down, good, oh, bad. Okay. You know, some people. It's always tough to tell, right? Because when you get to the show, everybody's kissing the promoter's ass and, gee, thank you for the opportunity. And then in, the next day on Facebook, the guy's the biggest douche in the world. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, he may have said. Uh... Said a few things about some of Ontario's favorite uh, favorite indie 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 stars. Which... Yeah, there was definitely I saw the screen captures and the assorted comments, and I mean it just goes to show you you gotta be professional at all times, right? Like you never know what you say online is gonna come back to haunt you and stuff. Like oh, trust me, I I know all about that. Yeah. <laughs> but I. Uh, but, you know, it was what it was. Like, it wasn't... I'm pretty sure everybody got paid. The fans weren't happy. It definitely did not look good on their debut event for the way things went down. Yeah. Oh, it was... And the uh, promoter definitely could have been more apologetic to fans. Like, I oh. mean, you can't be like... Even if your fans are disappointed in any business, even if you're a promoter, if your fans, your customers, your clients are upset... You gotta address that and do something about it. You can't just be like, "Well, fuck them." Yeah, you do the <laughs> or a bunch of babies. Too bad. Like yeah. you do the extra work. You help them out. Um... Yeah, and I mean, even if this guy, you know, his story is that you know he tried and it just didn't work out. But I mean, if it's a business, unfortunately, that's not good enough. You gotta make your customers, clients happy, and you gotta do whatever it takes, even if that cuts in your pocketbook. Yeah. So that's what running a rough business is. you want these guys to come back for show number two. Yeah. Like, so. But, uh, yeah, Pride of Wrestling gets a big asterisk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how is meeting, uh, the one cool thing, they did have Pat Patterson Pat was there. Pat Patterson was there. Um, Pat Patterson was really awesome. Um, La Resistance was very cool, too. Uh, yeah. Same as all the all the stars that were there were very good. Like, the atmosphere in the locker room was very good at that show. Uh, didn't get a lot of time to talk to Pat. Uh, I'd be lying if I said I had a real conversation with him. Okay. I definitely just, like, saw hacker Scotty O'Shea getting some advice from him, and I just, like, weaseled up and kind of... Nodded. <laughs> yeah, nodded and kind of sat down on the learning tree and just eavesdrop, and they kind of oh, looked yeah. at me like I'm a nut, and then yeah, but Pat kept on talking because oh yeah, because Pat Patterson is probably one of my all time all time favorite favorite. Uh, wouldn't say wrestler because he's a little past before my time, but uh, television personalities. Reading his book was absolutely amazing to hear about the end the ins and out pretty much how wwe started he's incredibly nice really funny like always making jokes like a lot of 
stars. You go to these shows and they're like, ah, and they really don't want to shake your hand or yeah. they got to sit they're in their grumpy. own spot. They they need their own table. They can't have their merch at somebody else. They got to have their own table away from us filthy local indie guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And I'm guessing Pat Patterson's merch was a couple books. And... Yeah, he had his own little table. I mean, he had his own table because he had a whole table worth of merch shit. <laughs> yeah. The top guys always do. Yeah. But he was in there with everybody else. He was in the locker room with everybody else, mm-hmm. you know, shaking everybody's hand, you know, trying to give all everybody. There was like 900 people, I think. There's more people lined up to get Patterson's advice than to see the show, I think. But <laughs> um, Because he doesn't... Do but I, he tried to give everybody a minute of his time. Like, yeah. he was really, he wasn't like, ah, that's off, kid, you know. Oh, like, yeah. He was very nice, and he was very, he was as approachable as you could be when there's a lineup of people waiting to approach you. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, um, Dan Severn was shockingly nice. Like, he was, yeah. like, I was expecting, like, the he's beast. Dan the Beast Severn. <laughs> Like, you know, I was expecting you to look at him the wrong way. He's going to rip your arm off and stick it in your ass. Like, yeah. um, uh, I felt like he would. But, no, he was very oh, nice, super professional, uh, incredibly... He had a seminar before. I couldn't really afford to participate, so I kind of just, like, gawked and watched. <laughs> you know, I stood to the side and watched as much as I could. Oh, yeah, because um, seminars are not cheap. No. But he was a really... He was very genuine about helping out with the show. He wanted it to be successful. He wanted the guys there to learn from him. He wasn't just there to like, okay, I'll take, I've been to seminars also, where the guy's like, okay, uh, got the money, and then he sits down on the couch and says, I'm not doing anything until somebody gets me a coffee. <laughs> Jake Roberts. Yeah. Um... And then wrapped the fucking seminar up an hour early. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dan, like, he went as long... He went a little bit long on the seminar. It was... He... You know, the promotion didn't do a lot to organize it, but he was great. He was a yeah. nice guy. He was very approachable as well. Uh, he wrestled James Runyon instead, um, current Battle Arts champion, and they had a really great match. He made sure to really praise... James after the match for his effort and really help him have that spotlight. Like, he didn't make it... All about him. Yeah, he was uh, he shockingly to... humble for a man of his stature. And fucking phenomenal shape! Like, hasn't... He's aged, like, four days since the 90s. Like... And he still has the, the, uh, gig- the gigantic stash. No, he doesn't have the stash. Or, yeah, this, the yeah the deadly stash. Yeah, it looks like it would break your fist if you hit it. Yeah. Yeah, he still looks, I, like, exactly the same. And he's 59. Bing. You would never... You'd be like, he's 42, maybe tops. He's... And I got winded running up, up the stairs earlier today. No, he was phenomenal. Like, went out, taught a full seminar. It was, like, an hour and a half, two hours, and then had a solid shoot style match with James Runyon and uh yeah like he was great shape like you see some of the you know Mm. once again I I know Dan Seven from the old old UFC days and I I used to watch and he's he's been in and and he was the NWA champ yep NWA world champion 
did did he have a run in WWE or WCW? Briefly, he was in WWE. Yeah. He didn't really do much there. No, I but remember seeing him with the he met up with Ken Shamrock for about a six week program or something. Like yeah, that. but uh, he didn't have a big run. But uh, Japan. I'm not sure. I think he did briefly. Yeah, I th- I think he was one of the uh, one of the uh, not New Japan, one of the other ones. Um, Probably all Japan. Yeah. But uh, yeah, fantastic guy, great talent, super humble, super cool. Okay. And and anything else else to uh, say say about this? Oh, how was your how was your match? Uh, it was a five-star, uh, show stealer, uh, fans, you know, standing ovation, chanting, this is awesome, please oh. come back. Yeah, of course. Ca- just screaming rabid fans for the cadet. Um, it was, <laughs> it was good. It was a battle <laughs> royal. Um, uh, goddamn Steve Brown, always taking me out. Oh, yeah, of course. Cause... Always. <laughs> always Steve Brown there to crush my dreams no um i love steve steve's a great guy even if he beats me up all the time yeah i think he likes the uh, i think he likes just being being able to toss and and anybody around oh dude it was he was like a bunch of everything was fine and then steve hit the battle royal and bodies started flying i tell you yeah there was no literally there was no eliminations and then steve brown shows up and we're just like shit <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> We're done. All right. Oh yeah, it's like when. Uh, so who act? Who actually won the uh, battle? Uh, MC Hardbody, uh, one of Battle Arts' new students. Um, he's been out there trying to make a name for himself. Uh, started number one and went all the way. Won it despite all the odds. Oh, cool. Barfed his guts out after the match. <laughs> Sorry, hard body. I'm telling that story, man. Everywhere oh, yeah. I go, <laughs> that guy. It's this thing now. He chucks his guts out after his matches. Is it nerves or just somebody punches something in his? A little bit of too, both. I don't get it, but I've seen him do it a couple of times now. Actually, just uh, was listening to uh, something to wrestle with beyond the mat. Mm-hmm. All, all I'm thinking about now is uh, the Vin- the Vince McMahon. <laughs> Vince McMahon draws. Yeah, the buke. The buke. He's got a buke. That was also yeah. definitely mentioned after. <laughs> and it was like funny because like he w- he wins the match like he doesn't even go through the curtain like he's just like yeah and he's, he's got a look on his face and like gets out of the ring and just straight outside <laughs> like doesn't even go back through the curtain just goes straight out the side door to the. They're like, what's he doing? I'm like, I guarantee he's barfing his guts out. Yep. Like okay, I like hard body. He's a good guy. Yeah, yeah, but barfs barfs his uh, guts out after that uh, after that uh, uh, matches. Yep. All right. Uh, time to plug upcoming local stuff. Um, I know there's September fourteenth coming up at Fanshawe College. The reason I know this, I changed my work schedule so I I can a- actually be there. Um, told a bunch of the Fanshawe kids, and they're actually going going to go because of the five five dollar ad dollar ad tag. Yeah, uh, Tom. Tom may be there. He may not be there. He's not. Uh, he's not ac- ac- actually. Del- not hundred percent sure yet. But, um, yes. Yeah. Oh, September is packed. Uh, smash, 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 smash. Mm-hmm. Um, smash is back in London, fourteenth. 
Um, Fanshawe, October 1st, uh, Cat will be there. Uh, yeah, Fight same. Night <laughs> returns to London Music Hall. Uh, we are taking over Comic Con, London Comic Con, yeah. in October 14th, 15th. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a couple shows that weekend as part yeah. of Comic Con. And then back November 19th again at Music Hall. So. Yeah. Um, I think Smash is doing really well, 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 well in London. Maybe some other companies can come to come to at, at London. Take the hint. Please do. I'll work for you. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, well exactly. <laughs> I don't know. The London crowds are actually getting bigger and hotter. Like the last uh, Smash show. London was always. It used to be a really good. big wrestling town, and then there was just a string of bad indie promoters really yeah. burned the town, and people just lost faith. Yeah. And so it uh, just kind of took, you had to wait smash. like five years for it all the bad feelings to go away pretty much. Yeah, uh, H-O-T. <coughs> um, it was actually, uh, before that, it was like H-W-A. Yeah, I hear Which was the that. same, it was hilariously the same guy. Yeah. It was uh, Livingston under, except yeah. that time he went under Anderson, but. Yeah. Uh, oh, geez, yeah, September's packed. Um, yeah. 16th, anywhere you live, there's a wrestling show, so go to one. Yeah. Uh, Kitchener, you got PWA. Chris Masters is going to be there. September 16th, also Hamilton. Hamilton Pro Wrestling School. Definitely rip at his students. Put on a fantastic show. Hella good matches. So check them guys out. Yep. And Alpha One is actually going to St. Catharines soon. Uh, to my St. Catharines Welland listening people, go see them because Ethan Page is always, always fun to, fun to uh, watch. Yeah, and then that same weekend, 17th, uh, Smash has two shows on the 17th. Whoa. Uh, yeah, Toronto's going to be off the chain. Uh, Hogtown, also running at a rock pile on the 17th. Yep. Free show. You're saying, I can't afford to go to wrestling. Hogtown, September 17th. Free show. Be there. And Hot you our... big time only for plugging this because you didn't book me. <laughs> <laughs> but also, go see the show. I know Warwick. Warheads on it versus Velvet Jones. Yes, um, that'll be entertaining as all hell. Oh yeah, because Pothead versus Warhead. Yeah. Um, and then seventeenth is also Hamilton uh, Courage Pro Wrestling. They've been doing great things. Uh, was that their last show? They're just gonna get bigger and better. Yeah. And then October's off and running. Uh, let's talk about October twenty eighth. Yes, uh, let's no just, limits. Let's just start there. It's the very first, very first show. Give uh, Pierre Pierre a shout. Yeah, shout uh, out. October twenty eighth, Hamilton. Uh, Christopher Banquet Hall yep. again. Um, yeah, which is turning turning into a very popular popular venue there. It's a decent little venue. Yeah. Uh, no limits wrestling makes its debut. Uh, the ultra violent beast Masada. Enough said. Like versus Jesse Amato. Yeah, that's gonna be the rematch of the century. I mean, we saw those guys at Hardcore Road Trip too. Literally, Tore tear the up. fucking house down. Oh, like, balcony dives. Dude. Yeah, I don't know if they can top that. Just because it, they might kill Jesse if they try and top that. Yeah, um, Jesse please. will try and top that. So yes, he yes. might die. Who and knows? it's a barbed wire. Cinder, Jesse, please don't die. Match. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, uh, Jesse, you 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 got me downloads in Japan, so I actually want you to want you to or to come back on the show at some point. Um, but yeah, uh, No Limits Wrestling gonna be great. Uh, 
Chatham that same day, classic championship wrestling. Also going to be a great family-friendly show if you're not down for violence. Just want something you can take your kids to. And, of course, October 29th, CWO returns to the rock pile. Cadet will be there, of course. Yay! Sorry, that was that was lame. <laughs> that was you're supposed to be like, yes, Cadet, I can't wait. Yeah. Every Actually, promoter um, should book that guy. I yeah, he should. And I loved how uh, how um, you came out to uh, you you came out to a smash to a actually hot hot crowd. Yeah, I was a little shocked actually. Yeah, <laughs> but it was awesome. It was a good feeling. Um, it's always one of those as a new guy, you kind of wonder how much of a reaction you're going to get. Because yeah. as a new guy, you come out and your reaction crickets. is usually between crickets and the worst reaction was this poor guy I saw uh, and all he got was a who are you chant. <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck are you? Yeah, literally. Who the and fuck it was are a, you? During a battle royal, we've, this is like this kid's in-ring debut in this company and he got a who are you chant and the rest was like, ah! Oh. No, I, I remember seeing, uh, what's uh, Josh Vander's de- de- debut, the place erupted when he just yeah. runs to the freaking ring. That was that was cool. So anytime you go to a new place and the fans remember you, or it's your first match with a company and the fans, you get a good reaction, it's always a cool, good feeling. All right. And, and anything else? No, I think that's pretty much it. Or the local plugs and... I don't think there's anybody else running around here. Though. No, uh, we got smashed. That's about it. Yeah. Well, well, until me and you. Me we and do you, have the rumors. Death Proof will be back before you know it. Their legal battle. Yeah. It's almost cleared back. up, so Death Proof will be returning from its hiatus in the near future. I'm hoping they come back uh, November, December, so I can actually see them. But we'll see. Yeah. Kind of hoping it's November because December I'm going to be busy because I will probably be having my second child in December. So once it, once again, kind of congrats, man. Thank you. Having a daughter, so I need to stock up on shotgun shell ammunition and. Oh yeah. Um, or what you do, you just um, you buy one shell. All you need is one. This yeah, I'm is, a good shot. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Don't actually kill him. <laughs> oh, well, no, you just wing him. If you kill him, oh. he doesn't learn anything. Oh, no. Um, you get him in the knee, I know. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, sorry, um, you had a different um, lesson. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, you grab a shell. You throw it at the, at the, at the kid, A, to see if he can catch. Um, and then what you say next is have her back by, by 10, 11, whatever good uh, curfew time is. Or that'll be coming at you a hell of a lot faster. <laughs> That's my favorite line from my 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 old man. Oh shit! I can't stop yawning today. You see, I always had the problem. I grew up around like macho dudes, and largely yeah. like I didn't have any sisters. I didn't have any girl cousins. Yeah. Well, I have girl cousins, yeah. but they're like ten. Like now, <laughs> so you know what I mean. Like we all grew up. Yep. So now there's like a dollar coming around. I'm like, you're gonna love it. Yeah. Your house is going to be covered in pink and pink, pinky stuff and uh, and air uh, Barbies really soon. My place is already pink for my wife. So. <laughs> Where you sat, man? She is very excited. So. 
Yeah. Well, once again, thanks for uh, coming on. And uh, 10 minutes with Tom turned into 30, so it's I'm, good. I'm verbose. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. All right, uh, well, thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. And we'll do it again in a week, two, who knows. Thanks, uh, thanks guys.